But yeah, I, but the reality is as well, man, your color correction doesn't get you more or less views either, I suppose. <laughs> no, oh, no, it's not so much that. I don't really actually care, but it's just, I like the, I watch that video again and again and again. I think, man, I want to make something like that. Yeah. But like, even then, how, so that uh, sort of does the same thing on the long range, but it'd be cool to sort of do one about New Zealand long range or something. I don't know. I don't know what I want to make. No, but you do you have you seen the video I put up every now and then about what got me into long range shooting? That one I did at um Christian shoots. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean the, if I look back right at to the beginning of why what I was trying to do when I started all of this was traveling around the country, shooting at these comps and filming them, interviewing the people and putting them up online. That's what I wanted to do. Mm. And somehow I've ended up where I am, which is not doing that. So that's part of me going, hang on a minute. I'm actually off the mark of where I intended to start doing this anyway. So it's time to kind of recorrect that because I'm not actually doing what I thought I was or wanted to be doing in the first place. Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully I get back into that. And if I do come into the shoots, I'll be there to compete, but I'll be there to film and do what I was originally trying to do. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I got into it for. So I should really get back into it. Um, yeah. Logically. <laughs> I guess, I guess, it's, would it be hard, like filming an event, like long range shooting, if you're not into it, is incredibly boring to watch, like to go to an yep. event because it's like, here's a guy and there's some shit way the fuck down the farm. Um, but, uh, but uh, yes, but, but what's interesting is not. The, the shooting is interesting, but that's only part of it. The, it's interviewing and chatting with guys in between, and it's the it's the rest of it as well. I mean, yes, there's only I can only watch so many of the PRS NRL videos where they just shoot a whole stage because mm. I'm kind of like, mm, I you know I want to shoot it, but yeah. I figure if you you had some of that, you talk to a couple of the shooters as they do it, like like um, Travis was doing with the early PRS and then the early NRL stuff. Whereas more of a capture of the event, talk about stuff, halfway through cut to a, it's the same format, cut through to a technical section about it, which is what I enjoy doing. And you and keep then, the talking going over that too, can't you, with the shooting? Yeah. So not not just video of guys shooting, because you're right, there's only so much any of us can watch. I guess too, like it depends on the event. Like if you were at Alpine Long Range where they're shooting out of a flat paddock, it's going to be pretty boring to film. Yeah. Like if it's yeah. like a guy like this. Yeah. It's shit, but like if it's in a fucking pile of sticks and there's fucking shit in the way and like just, you know, it seems more interesting, but it's, um, yeah. I, I mean, I've, look, I've, I have talked to sponsors about the TV show. I mean, that was the thing. It was, but it was like, I even talked to um, NZ Pistol about it because I've said for them to ages, it's like when they did, they paid all that money to do those promo videos that got played once and were never seen again. It's like, no, you need to put your money into a regular little social media video for it. Um, talk to a few companies, talk to production companies. Not This wasn't just long-range shooting. This was just general shooting because you would have to cover all the sports yeah. to almost make it viable enough. Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, covering off shotgun rifle the whole lot. So, but it was just a little bit hard time early doing it. And then post Christchurch, I can't see it being any easier to get a shooting no. program on primetime TV. No, I think one, one, it's odd and it's extremely British, but I like, um, field sports, whatever it's called, Great Britain or UK. I, yep. I like it. It's weird. They like to, they can't differently. They sport shoot differently. It's just English as fuck, but it's. Um, with a bit of Scotland thrown in, but it's I like it. 
and I think an online show is the way to go. But as long as it's getting enough, generating enough interest that sponsors want to keep it afloat, well, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've or, got a, or a big enough Patreon following. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's you know you're requiring like fucking ugh, yeah. huge amounts, and yeah. and probably more than the market in New Zealand will actually just sustain. Regardless, yeah. So that, that's, I, that's, I just, that's the thing. So you need it to be viable internationally. So for like, say Ruga, Ruga sponsors it because yep. there's enough traffic on that Ruga ship that people from all over the world are like, oh, this is the fucking top article on that. Here's a video of us Rugaing. Really? You like say New Zealand, New Zealand? No, no, no. It's I, I've tried, like I say, with all the big companies trying to get the locally here to because they're just imported distributors. You need to talk to the company itself and tap into their marketing budget because Ruger's marketing budget is different from Farley's. Whereas Ruger is Ruger, Remington is well, Remington was Remington, but you know, or guys yeah. overseas. The only flip side is then now you're competing in an international market, so now you are competing with the American guys doing what they do. So, yeah, exactly. So then, I think you need to take sort of advantage of that New Zealand. Uh, that's where hunting. That's where hunting's successful, isn't it? That's so where hunting's successful. Yeah, and that's hunt. that's where hunting, fishing, that side of it is, and that's why. And but yet, it's construction companies that are sponsoring it, right? It's not the gun companies. Yeah. yeah. So, which is fine. It's I can see. So, um, I've been watching a lot of um, Matt Watson, uh, which is yep. Ultimate Fishing. Which yeah, is ITM Matt, fishing. Yeah, I don't know Matt Watson. I know the show though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've I'm going to try and interview him for good blokes. Um, yeah. And there's a reason. It's because he's now doing a lot of his stuff online, and it's but he's been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years as well. Um. So you know, I had this hair-brained idea because I've always wanted to do the trigonometry show turned into its own thing. But really, again, what I wanted to do was good blokes was just talking to blokes about stuff. Yeah. But we're shooting guns or we're hunting or we're doing something framed around it. Um, so, yeah, I was sort of thinking of a show where you're just talking to guys about life and everything, but you're either taken to a range and do some shooting while they do it, taken for a fish, and there's something going on in the background so it's not just two guys talking at each other across the table. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, because it's not necessarily like all... Uh, the, there's the philosophical side of things too, and there. there's there's the yeah, well, the, like saying, there's lifestyle, there's how you yeah, it's like I've made a lot of changes to my I've made a lot of changes to my diet in the last six nearly six months now. Um, mainly, I want to get healthier, but I wanted to be better at shooting. I wanted to be mm. better competitively. So, but you know, my brain's working better because I'm not drinking crap. I'm I can run better. I can breathe better. Interesting one for you. I was going to, please, guys, going to say, but applicable for you. I'm not drinking. I haven't drunk anything like alcohol-wise for a couple of months now. Yeah, just as a because it occurred to me, and I think because I think even when I came to you, I brought some beers down with me or anything because I know you don't drink. Mm. Um, but yeah, it occurred to me one day I was drinking every day. Yeah, but, <laughs> and and, but so many people it, do. It wasn't social either. I was getting home and I was opening up the whiskey, and at one point you're like, what the. F- fuck am I doing? Mm. This is, it's not, I wasn't drinking myself to oblivion every night. It's not that, you know, to a pickle, but you're like, yeah, I drink every night. And I found it, I'm going to share it on the page on the bloke soon. I found a great article, a British guy in Britain who pretty much goes through the same process. He's like, I'm not, I'm not even going to try and use the word alcoholic. That's not it. It's just that I just drink too much. 
Yeah. Well, my my, my big thing was, like, I didn't drink. I was like, oh, my God, that's so good. But I was addicted to fizzy drinks and sugary yeah. drinks. And Yep. Man, I'd, I'd probably said, but I'd go through winter and I'd go, holy fuck, I haven't had a glass of water in four months. Wow, yeah. I wouldn't, because, like, you yeah. know, you're like, oh, I'll just have a fucking can of Coke or a juice or yep. something, whatever, milk or tea. And I was like, fuck, that's a problem. And then I just, I had a weekend away with some friends and, and uh, my uh, my wife's best friend and her partner, real, real cool lady. But I was just like, fuck, she's fit and she's strong. Like she kicked my fucking ass, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to, I need to change something because I was getting fatter and fatter. I was like 120 kilos, man. Mm. You know what I mean? And I used to hover around 116. And next thing, I'm how tall? 20. How tall are you? Uh, I'm just under six two. Yeah, but you know, and but then you're it's not, like, you're not short, but it's still that's a whack of yeah. weight, even six. Yeah. yeah, and um, so I was like, "Fuck, I need to change that." And I want to get better at shooting, right? Mm. So, and that was a big thing. I want, I want to win competitions. It's no secret. Um. So I was like, I got to change something. I was like, well, I'll give up. I'll give up fizzy drink. But I've, I've, I've tried it on and off over the years, no more than a couple of days at a time. But that was the hardest thing was that first like week, and then yeah. fortnight, then month, and then two months. And I'll, I'll be like, holy fuck, I've done another week. And I, I, I and then I was like, okay, I'm going to cut back on. Well, I pretty much did the same time the like chocolates and all these. And I ended up cutting a heap of stuff out over the next like six weeks. And um, and now. And at the time, it's like hard, right? Because I'm addicted to this shit. Like, it's not like I smoke cigarettes or drink pussy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm addicted. My since yeah. I've left home, I've just, you know, you leave home, like, oh fuck, mum's not going to tell me off. I'm just yeah. going to do what I want. And um, so getting over that first, that first big hurdle of it, it's, it was 100 percent just in my head. Mm. Like it was just like I had to be so pig head. Like we'd go out for dinner, and Phoebe, but oh, you can have a drink with dinner. Have a coke. And I'll be like, I just, ref- I just, ref- and still now, I just refuse. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm that worried that I'm, it's like, like, it's like I'm on meth, right? And I'm going to relapse. Like, but, I'm but worried I'll just relapse. But the interesting, yeah, that's the interesting thing. Now, I mean, the same for me, alcohol. Alcohol is not an addictive substance as such. Fizzy drinks aren't an addictive. Well, you could say they, the body actually adapts to, so it is in some ways. Mm. But you're right. It's not meth. It's not here. It's not some of these other things that people have that on top of. So imagine, you know, it's a, next thing I need to work on is my coffee, so caffeine. And they're not horrifically addictive things. So then you think about people who are trying to get off something like meth and you're it's like, real, holy, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Where it's and actually, so, yeah. All, all it was is a matter of going, because what I'll do is I'll go, well, I'll just have one, right? Yeah. Oh, I'll, just, I'll just have some today and I won't tomorrow. It never works. So I've been that pig-headed about it all. Like I haven't had a lolly, a square of chocolate, cake, Slice, nothing. Biscuits, mm. not even like plain fucking biscuits. Um, I'm gonna cut out tomato sauce now because it's got a lot of sugar in it. It's got a lot of sugar, yeah. Yeah, but I have I have tea, but I have like um this fake little sugary sucrose tablets, yep. a couple of those in it, and then I have water. I have and it's a cereal. I just have um cut up bananas on it, and I've just mm. changed. And like I still eat, I still eat bread, I still eat meat, I still eat fried meat. Yeah, cut that out. But it's just, it was just these other things, and but like I'm nearly at 13 kilos down now. Yeah, period. so it's, it's not it's, from being physical either. It's just weight. Um, no, nah, man, it's so much. So much of of your actual body composition is food based, and it's interesting for me because I'm watching. You know, I've got two little kids that I'm also aware of. You know, what do you feed kids, and what's easy to do them, and it's the same thing. And that's why I know tomato sauce. You look at read it. Actually, what's on the side of half the food we eat? Spaghetti. 
baked beans and you look at the sugar content in those, you're like, mm. Jesus, okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it's in everything. It's so, you know. I've had, funnily yeah. enough, in the last week or so, I've noticed I've, I've crept up on some of my sugar intake, not huge amounts, but more than I normally have. And I'm just like, oh, I'm getting into the habit of eating, snacking on a little bit of sugar here and there and yep. just got to cap that one back off again as well. Well, that's the same thing I used to snack. So now there's not a lot I can snack on, so I don't snack. Yeah. Well, I'm looking into more nuts and stuff, but I'm just, I want to get to 100 kilos and then I want to get stronger, if that makes sense. Yep. So I'd like to yeah. like get down and then bring it up muscle. Because um, I'm, because I'm, I'm like a big enough shoulders. I'm, I'm a big enough guy, um, and I want to be strong. But um, you know, ish, I don't want to be roided out or nothing. But yeah, no. and it's, it's, but it's all for that goal to be a better competitive shooter, a better hunter. But they're but finding, also you, not dead for my daughter. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's the other one. That's I've got it written up on my my goal wall sort of thing is to be fit enough don't to be play with my. Don't be dead. <laughs> well, no, to be fit enough to play with my kids. Yeah. It's like, yep. you know, and now Claudia likes to wrestle. So now I've got a six-year-old and the five-year-old jumping on me wanting to wrestle. Mm. I'm like, Jesus, actually, these two are getting big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, got to get, I've got to be fit because I will get hurt shortly yep. otherwise. so Or, or you um, can't do it with them. No, which would suck and then, to not and be then they, And then kids. they look back and go, oh, yeah, know, nah, dad was a bit unhealthy and we couldn't really yeah. do much. And then he fucking died when I was 12. And Yeah. So I yeah. think it's I think it is really the dad's role to be playing physically with kids, yeah. boys, girls, whatever. Because mums don't necessarily do it the same way. Mm. So to wrestle with your kids is kind of part of what the dad role oh, is. So. I did it with my dad till I was like probably sixteen. Like yeah. it was good. That was, it was like fun fighting by the end of it. Yeah, like I yeah. punched him in the mouth once and snapped his false teeth enough. <laughs> But like, like I meant to punch him, but I didn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight. But it was like all in. There was nothing yeah, yeah. like it wasn't domestic violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, just, there's an understanding on it. But it's a it's but, hey, housing, I mean, right? Because boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. but even my girls love it as well. I mean, I explained to them. I, I'm actually trying to sign them up to some martial arts before somebody actually gets hurt. Yeah. But yeah, Claudia's like wrestle, and but now we understand we've got a carpeted area, and I've expected them. This is the area we do this on. We step on because I'm I've done martial arts, right? So you have mm. your dojo, you have your training mat. Mm. This is where we will wrestle and fight. Once we step off this, we do not do this because it's yeah. not something we just you don't spear tackle me walking around the house. Yeah. Because we'll get hurt. I'll spear tackle you. That's okay. I'm allowed to have yeah, your dad. Because I'm the master. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I'm know the master. Dominate you. I can still waste st- you. <laughs> well, I'm still bigger than you. <laughs> yeah. She wanted yeah. a she wanted a ninja sword recently cool. so she's got a little katana and so i had to teach her how to use that because you know i've got a first done and kinder i'm like yeah, yeah i'm going to teach you how to actually do that properly so yeah but yeah it's, it, but anyway so yeah it's been interesting for me not drinking um yeah. well, that's I'm good man some, I mean, oh, it's, a, it's, it's a vice isn't it yeah yeah uh, Although, and, what, and what, it's what celebrated it? in our society but it's not really that good well, I've just written the last article in the Seven Rules, which is you know avoid alcohol and drugs. So yeah, I've written about the the drinking culture and stuff with that. Yeah. So oh, and, and to be honest, the drinking culture in firearms in New Zealand is fucking horrendous. It's bad. Yes. It's yeah. it's probably to be honest. Okay, muzzle awareness bad, but the amount of people like duck shooting is fucking mm. bad for it. The raw people yeah. afternoon drinking, then going out. Oh, I'll just have like I'll just have like five or six, and then they go out and watch the slip. Yeah. Uh, it's it's but you know yeah so and they should know fucking better. 
Well, yeah, but then it's like I was reading. I did a little bit of reference to the the five o'clock swill, you know, and the was yeah. it the fifty yeah. years, yeah. Yeah. the fifty years where we trained a generation to drink as much as you humanly could within an hour. You know, I think it's like I've, I've I've looked at it quite often. Those observations. I've, I've spent a little bit of time in Europe, and because their culture around drinking is less, like we've got that European thing. Oh, sorry, the English thing around like sex, English, yeah. English. Sorry. In, Around like sex and alcohol, right? Like it's, yeah. it's taboo. It's taboo. So, but in Europe, it's like it's natural. It's alcohol, whatever, sex, or whatever. Like there's no not of these intense rules, but they sort of seem to be taught a bit more responsibly. Like, hey, if you fucking drink a heap of this at lunch, you're not going to be able to come back to work. But if you have one yeah. beer, it's okay. Yeah, and they, so and, they just, and and kids will have a glass of watered down wine with dinner with the yeah. parents, and and then you see yeah. us in Amsterdam, not doing drugs, but just looking at the sights. <laughs> with Phoebe, but you see, um, it's just like pissed young guys from the UK because they come over on the train, yeah, and it would be exactly the same here, right? And they're getting hammered, there's all the attractions, and they're getting as hammered as they can quickly. But then the Europeans just, yeah, just, and but it's that different culture. Well, it's like the beer fest where the Aussies and Kiwis get put into a separate tent because everyone else has had enough of it. They're just like, no, we don't. We we're going to put all them on their own tent. My brother yeah. brother did a beer fest while they were living in in London, but they got into one of the older families' beer tents. So it was they're all surrounded by all the Germans. And um, but he said it was totally different there. They still drank a lot, but the, it was all family. There was a lot of singing going on, and there just yeah. didn't seem to be a diff- there was a lot of drinking going on. But it was just a very different vibe. If he'd been in the Aussie New Zealand tent where everyone was just getting smashed, and and um, it's so so we've got these things about like uh, really restricting alcohol, not very well, righty righty rah. But I I think it leads to more problems down the road, like totally. you say. And yep. so, okay, when we started drinking when we were young, right, fourteen, fifteen, that's the age when it starts. People start stealing it, or brothers give it. Yeah, the reason we all started drinking was because it was cool. Yeah, that was the only reason. It'll be like yeah, you'd yeah. come to school and you'd be like, "Oh man, we fucking did this and we got pissed. Yeah. It's so much fun." And Bobbly Swagger, who came last in that competition, he was fucking hammered. It was so funny. You're like, oh man, I fuck on it. My mates are having fun. I got to have fun with mates. Mm. And then everyone starts drinking, and that's how I, I think uh, smoking and all these things happen. It's sort of peer no, pressure, right? No doubt. Yeah. yeah. And, and so well, you do uh, it, like you say, it's if forbidden. You're peer- yeah, if your parents have banned it, and it's the thing, as soon as you're old enough to get out, which 13, 14, 15 parties around at other people's places. Yeah. Then my mates, and I never, I think because my parents, when I grew up, we got to have a bit of wine or we got to try a bit of beer or dad, because mm. most kids don't like the taste of beer anyway. That's it's the other thing. Gross. Yeah. If you give a kid a beer, they're like, what the fuck? This is horrible. So the old man giving a beer, like, well, I don't try that, you know, but a bit of what it was never, I never felt it was yeah. taboo in our, our family. Yeah. But I had mates at school where, yeah, the, what are you doing this weekend? I am going to drink so much. I'm going to get hammered. I'm going to drink until I pass out. That's yeah. your stated goal for the weekend. Because it's because it's cool. Because it's cool. Yeah. And and it, yeah, and, and that's and and it's like this. It's the forbidden things, right? It's like why did I first get into pistol shooting? Because because mm. you're not allowed to really do it. And then you yeah. shoot pistols, and you're like, okay, I can do it now. Fuck it, long guns are way cooler. That's how I work because because <laughs> you can't do it, right? And so it's like the same with alcohol, but it's like maybe if alcohol wasn't so restricted, because I don't believe in prohibition, I believe in freedom of choice, and but also yeah. being responsible for your own actions. But anyway, but if, if if it was raised as less of a taboo subject, and and in some ways like nudity and stuff, not around kids, you know what I mean, but like 
yeah. the whole woman's but, breasts are offensive shit. But if this wasn't such a like a, a big deal, has to be hidden, has to be done away from people, I think it'd be, I don't know how you'd do it, but I don't know. Well, the, the, the challenge, and this is where when they, they dropped the drinking age and they had all the issues and everything, the, the thing is is that it takes it's intergenerational because yeah. it's a culture shift. So you can't just drop the drinking age and go, okay, we're going to make it a little bit more easy and acceptable. It's gonna there's gonna be some horrendous bumps. But yeah. I, I remember we were in Italy years years and years ago when I was, I think my bro was 13, 14, I was maybe 15, 16. So we were sort of that age. Mm. And we're over in Italy and, and we asked the tour guide at one point, I think, what, what's the legal drinking age over here? Maybe we're a bit older that we're drinking at, you know, over 16 or something. So we could kind of drink at home, but it was like, what's the drinking age here in Europe? And she kind of sort of turned around and said, oh, I, I, I don't know. It was kind of like a foreign, it's a weird question. Yeah. It's like, well, no, the, we, there's not really a, what do, what do you mean? The kids mm. drink, they have a bit of wine, there's a house wine and everything. We just drink with dinner. It's it's normal, you know? It's just a drink, yeah. Yeah, it's just a drink. It's not a not as taboo. And we went to a, I forget what the term was, but basically it was like a Friday night where they go to a little village outside the main area and everyone goes to the village square and just walks around, whole families all dressed up to the nines and everything. There's a few drinks going on. They're probably stopping having tapas or some olives or whatever, you know, anchovies, whatever the hell it is. But they're just really walking around socialising, whole families. And you're like, how would that work in New Zealand? Like a whole, yeah. on a Friday night, a big group of people in a, a square, they'll be getting tanked. <laughs> but like you said, intergenerational thing, like that's hundreds, thousands of years. Thousands of, of years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so like our country is so young, even pre-European history here is only like yep. 10,000 years old. So it's... <sighs> true. So we're not going to solve New Zealand's problems overnight, are we? But no, no. I think it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's it's purely because it's it's cool to do and there's peer pressure and then it leads to ongoing issues with alcohol for people. Again, it's really easy for me to look from the outside in because I don't drink and form these grand ideas and, and stuff. Oh, well, look, I, well, I can give you the other alternative of the person who was drinking whiskey at a Monday night, you know, when and yeah, hey, I dipped into it a little bit as the kids, you know, through separation and everything, I suddenly had mm-hmm. a couple of nights a week where I'm by myself. So what, I'm kind of bored. What am I going to do? Oh, I might as well have a drink. Oh, I might as well yeah. have a drink. Yeah. But then, um, like, my parents weren't heavy drinkers, but I had mates who would have probably, uh, oh, I don't have a lot to do with, were probably borderline alcohols, alcoholics at this point. And I grew up with people who had major issues. And I came nightclubbing scene and that side of it as well. There was a hell of a lot of drinking going on for some of that prior to any of the gun side of things because that would yeah. have now really caused me some, not issues, but I'd be, you know, torn. I'm not, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, there's, there's there's certainly some issues. I think I was talking to some people about this recently about in workplaces because I'm picking you. You guys will be a dry site, right? Yep. No question. There's no Friday no, night drinks. Zero, zero percent. Yeah, zero percent. Like you, 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 you could legally drive to site, and yep. you will get lose your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could have enough to drive, but you will not be able to work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, so, you have to go to rehab first. But yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm sure you'd be. But yeah, so this place we we're looking at was dry site, and we had it at work where, uh, you know, in the plumbing industry, there was pretty heavy drinking on a Friday night because that was again culture. Everyone drank it at the end of work before going home. 
and you're kind of like you're front loading before you get home. So these guys were getting drunk, then going home, yeah. probably to their family, sorting dinner, everything like that, or going out to a pub or something. And and yeah, it's just a it's a it's a culture, and I'm sure it still happens in a lot of places as well. So I think also like we say it's peer pressure and stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that's perceived to be quite cool as well. Like even as an adult, like was like when you're young, it's not really whiskey yeah. and hard yeah. stuff, right? It's just like premix shit and cheap double brown yeah and then like you say but there's like the whole gruff tough men drink whiskey and bourbon mm. and um all that side of it too oh it's that i got into bourbon which i never liked as a kid because it was freaking foul <laughs> yeah. for some reason then yeah later on i just got into drinking bourbon and not i just drink straight whiskey bourbon that's the thing yeah. and you're right it's a, it's a cool fat that's what you do you know yeah it goes with the beard like, and the coffee like drinking shoot, and, and shooting guns yeah yeah, cool. You know, shouldn't go a long way. So, although this is the thing that I don't have an issue. Like we, we got there's the hard day of TD. I'm up there Saturday night, um, but the boys always get a bit liquid. But obviously, the firearms are all away by this point, um, and have a good time. And, but they're all pretty. They're not angry drunks, nothing. They get a bit pissed. They just have a laugh. But yeah, um, I just sit there and just drink water or tea. But it's um, but I don't have an issue with them doing it either. But anyway, there was this moment I see. I see from a communal point of view and social, and there, there's a there is a you know as a social tonic or a social and you know there's there's value in it there. But so much of the culture in New Zealand is just about getting pissed, not about but having a few drinks. Yeah, that's the trouble. Like yeah. we sit at, at matches, guys will have like five or six beers. Yeah, this one. Yeah, uh, you're cooking food. Having a laugh, go to bed at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, yep. whatever. But yeah, it's like you say, it's that other side of it. I and mean, then that tracks drink driving and family violence and uh, yeah. assault and radio, radio, yeah. radio. Anyway, it is now two minutes to midnight and I have to go to work tomorrow, even though it's Wait, my I'm day. I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck this depressing shit. Yeah, good yarn, though. You got some gin. <laughs> yeah, philosophy with Kieran Graham. There you Stop go. Stop drinking See, all you fuckwits. There's, there's, your st- there's your side program right there. Anyway, <laughs> okay, bro. Good Catch up soon. See you, see you later.